0: Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Unschooling Lifestyle. Um, This is our episode on our Belize World School Hub. So as you may know, we started homeschooling during the pandemic, and then we very quickly transitioned into unschooling. What I didn't know was that what I, my way of homeschooling kind of had a name of world schooling, right? People that travel learn through their travels and experience in the local cultures and whatnot. So we have always traveled as a family, but we are kind of like short-term travelers. So we'll do a day trip, a weekend and whatnot, you know, but my goal, I always wanted to do a world school hub, right? So... And ever since we started homeschooling and unschooling, you know, it has come up, but it never really quickly lined up. So uh, we finally did our very first hub. So we did our hub uh, in Belize, in Hopkins, and we had such an amazing time that I wanted to do uh, an episode, dedicate a whole episode to this experience because we learned a lot. And I feel that it could it's always nice to reflect on the learning experience because it could help they could help someone else, right? So here they are. <laughs> As you know, I am not a short uh, version type of gal, so here we go. The way I'm trying to structure this podcast so I don't have to end YouTube videos, slash YouTube video, it's to to keep us in track by sharing a few things. So I'm going to share uh choosing the hub you know the financial the finances financial aspect of it our experience and reflections and that what's next and then on those topics i'll try to share about our process experience and uh further reflections on each one of them so uh choosing the hub what's probably the piece that um was probably the most important. Now looking back was definitely the most important piece of it for several reasons. And I'll share a little bit of how we chose this hub was because, um, my husband had been called to go to Belize for many, for many years, or he has been, it had been on his radar. And then, um, Belize was a it's a country that I had not visited on my own, or as a flight attendant. So it was very new for both of us, but he had some sort of meaning for us, you know, and then for the boys, it was just getting out of the cold and going to a pool. They love pools. I mean, who doesn't right? Um So the way I connected with Kristen was that she started a Discord server for unschooling children about gaming, cooking, different things, but it was a way to connect. So we actually ended up um, talking to her through like Zoom and Discord on those things. And through that, through those interactions, we kind of, you know, um, learned about each other, about our stories, about our children, our philosophies. You know, I learned about her experience and we kind of like bonded over that. So when she came up with the hub idea, I knew that, I felt comfortable enough with her to be able to make the financial commitment to go there and make the commitment of our families to go all the way over there to experience something that she had put together. So as I reflect on this, when we got back and um, it was probably the biggest piece because her help, the way she facilitated the hub was very open, welcoming, and it allowed for everyone to enjoy the hub in the way that each person needed to enjoy it. It wasn't force, or it wasn't, oh, hey, you should see these, you know, or hey, you should do that. It was so very open to know that everyone had different needs and everyone had different timelines and everyone was a different, um, you know places in their journey. So it was, it all felt very, very open. It was all very, she was very helpful, you know, it throughout the whole process. So once we decided to do this, obviously, you know, the financial commitment, that's the other thing that helped us was that we chose to do this almost a year ago. So the financial commitment was spread out and, uh, you know, in a matter of like months, right. And, Doing that also helped our planning process, you know, like me planning how much money we needed on a daily basis, where we were wanted to stay and all that stuff. So, uh, but Kristen was always uh, very supportive and making sure that finances weren't an, uh, a, a, an issue per se. So as you choose a hub, because there are plenty of them, you know, making sure that you talk to the hub creator and to find out what kind of um philosophies they they go about and what's the um you know what's their overall background, right? Like because you want someone you're making all this commitment with time and finances to go into a place that you perhaps know very little about. So their experience and their expertise is going to make it, you know, like even better for you. So we had an incredible time with Kristen and the Belize at the Belize World School Hub. So um, yeah, so for starters, that was like the biggest reflection that I could offer, you know, for choosing the hub was that it definitely, I mean, it almost took like a couple of months for us to decide that that's where we wanted to invest our time, energy and money. So, um, so definitely think about it and like, you know, like sleep on it and then come back to it, ask as many questions as you need, because it is very important. So when you get there, your family, it's going to have the best experience possible. And that's what happened. (laughs) That's what happened for us. But it was so crazy because, so finally, the time was here and uh, we live in Michigan, so we knew it was gonna snow. So we chose to leave to Atlanta, to go to Atlanta the day before. And it was, um, it was crazy though, because we left, we got to the airport and it started snowing. And then all of the flights, it was like a, a ground delay, you know, like the runway was couldn't get clear. They couldn't clear the runway fast enough. So we were on the tarmac for almost five hours. So in those five hours, I had an amazing seatmate, Uh, Kayla, shout out to Kayla, uh, because we kept the conversation going. And we had such an amazing conversation that it really made it like it made the time go by so fast. Uh, Nonetheless, by the time we got to Atlanta and the hotel, it was 2.30 in the morning. So everyone was really tired. But um, they did great. Uh, My moto... Uh, when we travel like this is we go slow so sometimes that is um, it really is uh, I don't even know how to sleep it's like I mean we got to the to hotel at 2 at 30 in the morning it was late everyone was tired uh, and then my oldest son Anthony he's like is this how a parent feels and I was like how you can't do anything and you're tired all the time I was like, yeah, kinda. This is how a parent feels. And he's like, oh, this is terrible. He said, I'm like, yeah. So we got very few hours of sleep. But you know, the next morning, usually like when I say I go slow and then I just I usually get up and get everything ready. And then I get them up, um, you know, very just gentle, right? Because nobody wants to be like, let's go. (laughs) So I usually, I try to give time for everyone to kind of get their, you know, kind of get their bearings and then we get moving. So we got to the airport um, in Atlanta. Everything was great. We moved through security fairly easy. Um, had great conversations, you know, about just observing the what was our surroundings about the airport, usually when people say, like, how do you learn while on the go? I always say, your surroundings are your best curriculum because you are seeing everything. So you are seeing TSA in action, you are seeing the dogs in action, you're seeing people, different people. And some of our questions. Where I don't think I have my phone on me, but I remember I had a we had a list of questions that came up in just like the first day of traveling, which it was. Um, we talked about fuel. Like how long does it take to freeze? Does it freeze? You know, and stuff like that. So, um, so we made it to Atlanta. We got on the plane to go to Belize. It's from Atlanta to Belize. It's about three and a half hours, and then we got to Belize, and then we took a smaller airline. Uh, we took uh, Tropic Air from uh, Belize to D'Angriga, which is another smaller airport. And the way the, ta- the taxis, the airplanes, those smaller airlines, they work like, um, they work like taxis, right? So they kind of go on the hour. So we went from Belize to D'Angriga, which is like a 50 minute flight. And then uh, we landed and someone was waiting for us because they knew we were coming. It's a very small Place, so they say someone's coming um and then they took us to our hotel so we stayed at latitude adjustment and I'll put all the links in the comments for you to for you to see and um you know look at look at them if you're interested and stuff like that so um what else so we stayed at latitude adjustment and then we were there the so we were there we by the time we got there it was like I don't know, 5 p.m. or something. It was kind of like, it was kind of late, you know, but uh, we got there, it was, uh, they're like little, um, it's like tiny houses almost, you know, they have the bed, a little t- a table and they had like a kitchenette. So it was really nice because our driver from the airport in Dangriga, it was like a 30 minute drive to latitude adjustment and then we were just um so he was just telling us about the store, the history you know what was around he was showing us she he showed us the grocery stores you know in different places so that same night we went to we did go to the grocery store like that is one of the things that we always do honestly like if you want to learn about any place in the world you just have to go to that place obviously and then go to the grocery stores because the grocery stores will tell you a story about what people like what people don't like you know and stuff like that so it's always fun to see that so we went bought essentials you know like water some snacks and um some food because of the heat so it's like um you know, you buy stuff. We did have a refrigerator. So we bought a few things for the refrigerator. We bought some, um, you know, sandwich stuff and, um, some chips and, you know, just really essential. So we always do a grocery store run at the beginning of our, whatever trip we're going. Um, what else? Okay. So that was kind of like our arrival. It was a very long day. Obviously we were tired from the day, from the day prior because of our, Detroit to um Atlanta flight. But um so it was just about going, getting into the pool, you know, getting kind of situated and stuff like that. And then um then Sunday we kind of just hang out, you know, we were just there hanging out and stuff. And then on Monday was our first meeting with the hub. So Monday was about going to the island to bread and butter, and then so uh Kristen came to pick us up in a cab. And then we rode together to the boat. And then we got on the boat and we met some of the people. We just said hello and just kind of everybody was just like, okay, let's get on the boat. And everybody was really nice, really. Like we didn't get a lot of, you know, like a big chance to talk because we were on the boat for a good, I don't know, 25 minutes. And then after that, we got there. Then people were um, separated into different boats because we were going fishing. So everybody went fishing. We caught our food. Thank you to the fishes uh, that gave um, gave us the experience that um, that was a very, very fun experience. So we thank you for that. And then we got back to the island and then they helped us cook the fish and whatnot. So and then people had the freedom to do whatever they needed. There was like there was some water, you know, some water stuff going on. There was some hammocks, you know, there were some um, like ball games in the island. So it was just about what you needed to do right we went in the water there were stingrays there they were very like it was too close for comfort for me but they were amazing they were just beautiful and then my son which was really cool he was interested in the way they were cleaning the fish so he was glued to the person that helped us throughout our you know fishing experience and then clean the fish and then he got it. he was able to do it um you know so it was just pretty cool and then we got to eat um lunch with the people that helped us that were taking us on the boats and stuff like that so that was really fun and um and then we went snorkeling um again so several people different boats you know whoever wanted to go did and whoever didn't didn't there were options for everyone and I really that's what I loved about this hub there were options for everyone Hey there fellow adventurers! Do you dream of becoming a traveling family, exploring your destinations? We got a game changer for you. Let me introduce you to Traveling Mailbox, the ultimate mailbox service design specifically for families like ours. With Traveling Mailbox, you can bid farewell to the headaches of managing your mail while on the road. Here's the deal, Traveling Mailbox provides you with a physical mailing address at one of their convenient locations. You simply redirect your mail there and they will receive, scan and securely store your mail in the cloud. Need to access a specific document or package? Easy peasy. Their user-friendly online dashboard lets you view your mail anytime, anywhere. It's like having a personal mailbox in the palm of your hand. And guess what? The unschooling lifestyle has partnered with Traveling Mailbox to make your dream Of world schooling a reality through our affiliate link just click the link below to get started what's more traveling mailbox prioritizes your security they utilize cutting-edge encryption and secure service to safeguard your sensitive information so you can explore the world with peace of mind traveling mailbox a game changer for families on the move and um and nobody felt, it didn't, it didn't feel like you were pressuring to doing something that you weren't ready to do. So everything, there was no, um, there was no pressure on anything at all, really. So I really, really felt comfortable with that. So we did go snorkeling. Uh, yes, we did it was amazing obviously my four-year-old it was like he was like let me do my thing you know and I'm like we're in the middle of the ocean here we're like we're in open water right and I was like so I grabbed the, uh, I grabbed the, uh, you know a string from the lifeguard from the life jacket and I was like it was just I, I was just so grateful and he was like and he was fine he was like okay you know so we did um he was like, come on. And then he was like, mommy, let me do my thing. So I was trailing behind him. Uh, but he didn't put his face in the water because the the mask was there. So he just wanted to be in the water. He didn't have to go in, you know, to go under. I did. I had my, um, my you know, um, goggles my snorkeling mask or whatever um so I did that and then he said I'm done and I was like okay so they said here is how you can go to the boat so we went into the boat and we waited and then we waited and then they took us back to the island and then we went back to our place and that was the end of our first experience it was really really um amazing in terms like I said everything got what we needed excuse me and it was just um it was just it was just right right so uh then we had a day off and then the following day uh and by day off I mean we just kind of went exploring our, on, on our own so we did another we did um a restaurant we did you know like we went to the to the beach we drove around we rented a golf cart at some point for a day hold on a second here so we had like a day off and it really wasn't we just were just hanging out you know so we got some work done you know, I finished, to I finished some writing, uh, you know, my husband got a few things done. And I think another experience or reflection of, I could say from being away, a lot of people feel like they're on vacation all the time, but it's like, obviously not, you are not able to do everything you do at home when you're on the road, but having some sort of routine that resembles what you do at home in terms of, you know, like a, You like your um you know what you like to do whether you enjoy writing or if you have if you are able to work remotely obviously that kind of helps out a little more so we were trying to do that and this was the first time we did that because we were gone for seven for almost eight days so we were trying to stay on not on top but just kind of keep the same rhythm that we have in michigan but in belize if that makes sense right and that kind of helps out with you know you're transitioning from different geographical location but you're not transitioning out of your life like this isn't just vacation and this isn't just michigan isn't just like um. Uh, not being, um, you know, not on vacation. So your life, you enjoy every step of the way and you do as needed to fit, you know, the, the, the needs that are from this human experience, whether it's bills, whether it's like talking to other people or making appointments, right? So that was really helpful. And then the following day, we had our second experience with the hub, was about garifuna cooking with mama g and it was phenomenal we were there we had a golf car at that point so it was easier so we drove ourselves there the island is kind of small uh so we drove hopkins it's kind of small so we drove ourselves there and then we just did it you know they showed us how to peeled the plantains, how to make coconut milk. We made huru, you know, which is a local um, a dish, uh, uh, fish and coconut milk with some spices and stuff. And um, they did it, you know. But again, like once then everyone showed up, we started talking and got to know each other a little bit. You know where you're from, you know. And, and it was very, uh, how do I say it? It was just very, it was just very peaceful to hear their stories of travel and then just be like oh yeah like you know to to know that they also live that way it was very like it was so powerful to find people that live that way too you know they just traveled you know some of them did work remote so you know getting to know them and getting to learn from them was just so powerful and also you know, understanding again, seeing that everyone was getting what they needed from the experience. You know, there was no, we the parents enjoyed the experience as much as the children did. There were chickens, there were other children, there were, um, you know, uh, drums, and um, it just everybody got to do something. And, um, if they didn't, they said, no, no, thank you. And that was that nobody was pressure pushing to doing something that they were in that they didn't want to do. So, um, so that was the experience We walked over to the cemetery, you know, learned a little bit more from the, from the play from Hopkins, uh, talked to Kristen more about her experience living there. And it was just very, very relaxed. So we were, I guess if I could put you put a visual for you, if I could make a visual for you, would be that this place was uh was so magical in the terms of the nature, the connection between nature and people was um uh, was equal. I guess it didn't feel like nature was bigger or people were bigger. It was like they were co-creating together and they were they were. They were in, in, in sync with each other. And it wasn't, it was about the inner peace that we all crave and that we sometimes need when we are, when we don't get that time with nature. So uh, honestly, like it just felt so, so, it felt like such a grounding experience from everybody that we met, from the experiences that we have the place that we were in um everything so that was our second experience you know that was our overall experience with Belize um our experience with latitude adjustment was great aside from the fact that it didn't have air conditioning you know and those are two things that you should look at when you go to Belize it's like the the places the prices are based on if you have air conditioning or not um as we make a decision to go back, I think we will choose a place with air conditioning, mostly because if we're there for long term, I think it could be nice, but it's not always needed, I guess. So it really depends on you. Obviously, it's a total personal, um, personal choice. Um But it was just, everything was just very, like, grounding. That's one of the reflections that I could say. So we talked about choosing the hub, how we found Spitz, and, you know, it took us a while, and it was a different connection than just the hub. Uh, Paying for it, we talked about our travel budget, so that it's always happening but in this particular case you know paying for the help was something that we plan for it uh we are technically not digital nomads um but i do have a lot of flexibility with my schedule so that kind of that kind of plays a role sometimes in our travels we are still um searching and finding the ways to be completely digital nomad so you know stay tuned in more of that because I think that's a whole separate episode because yeah I'm just gonna I'm just gonna stop right there because I'm gonna go into a rabbit hole that I don't think um I don't think this is about so uh yes so we just have flexibility with our schedules you know and then more to come on that the experience it was phenomenal Kristen was uh, always available. The people that attended the hub were just super cool people that everybody was um, equal in terms of, you know, like children, adults, you know, everyone enjoyed the, the activities, how they needed to be enjoyed by them and what was needed. So everyone's needs were met. It felt so relaxing. I'm going to tell you it felt relaxing because You know, more often than not, sometimes, and this I felt in the past, right, once in my very first homeschooling experience, I felt the pressure for my kids to perform in terms of to, for them to complete the activity so I could be seen as the good homeschool mom, right, right? And he was and I have felt that in different ways, and a, again, this is here because so we had two different episodes now, digital nomads and about how to enjoy activities, but he felt but this time, if my children didn't want to participate, which was not the case, you know, I would have been totally okay, just like hold on a second, you know, let me uh do this, and then we're and then we're we're ready, but he didn't it was the first time that. That I was, it was the first time that I was with other parents that also wanted to participate in the activities. It's rare in the past, you know, at least in Michigan or in my experiences here that I had had that happen where you're doing an activity, but it's also that the parents wanted to participate, you know? So I've had that, but it's not very often, you know, and I really, that this, i I want to say that was one of the parts that I enjoyed the most about being around the people in the hub. Everyone wanted to participate. Everyone wanted to learn about Belize. Everyone wanted to learn about what they did, not how, you know, it was just all about really immersing yourself in the culture and in the way they they, they live on a daily basis, right? What, what they do with our lives. And it was just fascinating for us um we also visited that was on our own you know we visited um, um marie sharps uh, salsa factory uh, which if you had, if you have a moment or if you have an opportunity to try it, oh my God, their salsas are phenomenal, like fantastic. So we went to, a uh, a, a, a salsa tasting. So that was pretty cool. The boys actually tried it too. And they got, I mean, it was spicy. Those things are spicy, but, um, we just got to you know we just really got to enjoy and connect with the culture from belize and the people from belize and fell in love with it really um and that's why drum roll here what's next we're going back <laughs> i don't know when um uh, but it really does hold a special place in our hearts you know for different reasons right but we are going back sometimes um I don't know, maybe in about a month or two, I think. So stay tuned for that. But I wanted to share this, you know, as, as you know, f- from someone who has traveled extensively, but never really attended a World School Hub. Thank you so much, everyone, for taking the time to listen to our experience in our first visit to a world school hub in belize i hope this was helpful to you uh we would love to hear from you or if you are looking for any support into crafting your travels short term long term you know inside the us or abroad we are here to support you please remember that your time is precious i hope you're making it count thank you and until next time